0: Welcome to the Smart Startup English Podcast, Episode 19. I'm Mickey. I'm your host, and in this episode we're talking about what happens when communication between entrepreneurs is shaped by their native language and their native culture. For now, we'll focus on the difference between German speakers and American English speakers. This episode is inspired by a post that I will link to in the show notes. First, let me give you a scenario. A German speaker says, I don't think this will work. They mean, I don't think this will work. An American English speaker says, Yes, this is a good idea. It might not work as well, but we could give it a try. They mean... I don't think this will work. Can you tell the difference? Let's have a look at three differences between these two styles of communication. Difference number one, a direct versus an indirect way of communicating. In the example we've just mentioned, the German speaker doesn't beat around the bush. They say what they mean. They communicate their opinions in a clear and direct way. Another way to say this is they get to the point. So, the German speaker gets to the point right away. To beat around the bush is the exact opposite. It means to avoid talking about what is important. To the native English speaker, this may seem like an impolite and rude way of communicating. Depending on how the message is delivered, it may even seem aggressive or insensitive, when in fact, the intention of the German speaker was only to be efficient and honest. On the other hand, the way the native English speaker communicates might seem unclear and dishonest to the German speaker. That's because the unwritten rules of American communication culture are different. Americans have an indirect way of communicating, especially in a business environment. The style is usually softer and uses a lot of expressions and metaphors to soften the blow. To soften the blow means to make a difficult situation less unpleasant. Americans tend to want to put their conversation partner at ease. That is, to make them feel more calm and more relaxed and less worried. Difference number two, building rapport versus getting down to business. In the American style of communicating, we usually start a business relationship by building rapport. Rapport is one of those words that's hard to explain, but easy to recognize when it happens in practice. When you build a rapport, that means you're developing a friendly relationship with someone. You're building a connection that will help you communicate better and get along well. Having good rapport with someone means that you have a good relationship and you can usually understand each other. The word comes from French and it sounds similar to report, the document, but it's not quite the same. Again, we say building rapport. So, for some people of English-speaking cultures, it's important to have good rapport with someone you're working with. This style of communication often encourages small talk or chit-chat, which refers to polite, casual conversation about topics that aren't very important. On the other hand, German speakers prefer to get down to business right away. We've also mentioned the expression get straight to the point in this episode, which means the same thing – to start talking about the subject you want to talk about without any delay, without waiting. Difference number three is about the diplomacy of rejection. Americans are especially reluctant to say no to a manager or a colleague or a customer. If you're reluctant to do something, that means you're not willing to do it. You're hesitant to do it because you don't really want to do that thing. To Americans, it's a sign of professionalism to try to sound supportive and positive, even if the situation might not be as positive. So if a German native speaker says no, an honest no, an American might perceive the rejection as hostile or unfriendly, even if it's just a statement of fact. The best way to bridge this gap in communication is to open up a dialogue about what is possible and realistic within certain business constraints. A constraint, by the way, is a limitation or a restriction. Often, communication experts advise the two parties to find a way to give ground. To give ground means to compromise, to change your position in order to reach an agreement. Let's talk a bit about the word party. You may already know the two main meanings of the word. Party as in a social event, where you eat and drink and socialize, and party as in a political group. But party can also refer to a group of people involved in an official negotiation, an arrangement, an argument, or a legal agreement. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Before we move on to your speaking task, let's review the vocabulary we've learned so far. If you beat around the bush or beat about the bush, you avoid talking about what is important. The opposite is get to the point or get down to business, which means to start talking about the subject you want to talk about without any delay, without waiting. If you're insensitive, that means you're not paying attention to someone's feelings or to how you're making them feel. One way to avoid being insensitive is to soften the blow. To try to make a difficult situation less unpleasant. You might also want to put the other person at ease. That is to make them feel calm and relaxed and less worried. When you build rapport, that means you're developing a friendly relationship with someone. You're building a connection that will help you communicate better and get along well. Having good rapport with someone means that you have a good relationship and you can usually understand each other. A way to build rapport is through small talk or chit-chat which refers to polite, casual conversation about topics that are not very important. If you're reluctant to do something, that means you're not willing to do it. You're hesitant to do it because you don't really want to do it. Reluctant is usually followed by a verb in the infinitive. So, for example, you can say, I'm reluctant to speak in public. To give ground means to compromise, to change your position in order to reach an agreement. We also mentioned the word constraint, which is a limitation or a restriction. We also learned a new meaning for the word party to refer to a group of people involved in an official negotiation or an arrangement, an argument, or even a legal agreement. Here's my speaking practice question for this episode. Can you notice any differences between the way you communicate in your own native language and the way native English speakers communicate? What is the difference in communication in a business context? That's it for this episode of Smart Startup English. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, go to smartstartupenglish.com and sign up for our newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get free access to transcripts and worksheets based on every episode, and you'll be the first to know when we release new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at smart.startupenglish. We're also on Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. Just search for Smart Startup English and you'll find us.